0: Hello there, everyone, and welcome back. Um, This is gonna be episode two of my podcast, Everything with Jade. And today I will be talking about Dance Marathon. Uh, For those of you who don't know what Dance Marathon is, it's basically a student-led organization that leads a Dance Marathon on their campus, whether it be a college campus or a high school campus, but it's usually college campuses. um, And they support a local children's hospital in their area. And it's just a lot of outreach and fundraising for their hospital that they're fundraising for. Um, Dance marathon is either four hours to 48 hours. It just depends on how well the program is in the area that it's at. But usually they last around 24 hours because they're usually well-established programs at a university. So they tend to be around 24 hours, but it could be any time between that. But it's just don- nonstop dancing. There's a lot of dancing and activities and guest speakers from the hospital or other organizations. Uh, There's games and other fun events that are at the event. So it's honestly a really fun event to have. It's like a dance party kind of thing. Um, So today I just want to talk about Dance Marathon and what exactly it is, the purpose of it, my personal experience with Dance Marathon and um, the takeaways after leading a Dance Marathon program and I guess some tips and advice to help you or your program um, increase further with your dance marathon that you have on your campus. Uh, So this dance marathon or dance marathons in general, there are over 400 universities nationwide that participate. So it is a big event. Um, More than 200,000 students participate in this event every single year and it just grows and grows. I know a couple years ago, um, programs around the nation raised over $40 million for CMH, which is Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Um, and that's just your local children's hospital. They're all a part of CMH, and it's either hosted by a student organization, um, or like a Greek life if their philanthropy is a part of CMH. So if you don't know a philanthropy, that's basically, Something that Greek life is involved in it's one Not charity, but it's one thing that we all uh, Fundraise for and we support so each fraternity each sorority has their own philanthropy that they do Some of them are the same, but some of them are different For instance my sorority is Phi Mu so our philanthropy is already Children's Miracle Network Hospitals Which works for us since we can do dance marathon, Um, but other fraternities and sororities may be helping um, homeless people every year or helping, you know, animal shelter. So we all have our own philanthropy, which we do and we fundraise and support on a daily basis. So the purpose of a dance marathon is just to create awareness for your local C M H hospital. Um, I know a lot of people don't really, it just depends on how you're connected to the hospital. So if you were a patient at a hospital and it's a children's hospital. So if when you were a kid, you were a patient at a children's hospital or your family member was or you work at a hospital, um, you probably are more involved in working with a children's hospital. But if you have never really had a connection to a children's hospital, then you really probably haven't had that kind of connection or support for them. So it's something that we're just trying to bring more awareness to and show our local communities that. This is something that is helping a lot of children um, and their families. And the money that we raise goes straight to the hospital. All the items that we donate go straight there for the kids. So it's just a great way to cause or make awareness for these children and to help them on their journey of whatever they have. And, um, just to bring happiness to them and tell them that they're not alone and that we support them in their journey and everything like that. So dance marathon is a very, very good, opportunity to be a part of, Um, if your campus has it, I would definitely be involved in it. Even if you're not involved in like the actual planning, the event and behind the scenes, like go to the event, they're usually free depending on the program. If they're like a bigger program, you have to raise like a certain amount of money just to get to the event. So that should tell you, like, it's a really big event because all these people are fundraising to try to get into this event um other programs are free uh just depends like i said on the gravity and the like the how big it is on the campus specifically another part of dance marathon is to fundraise and support the hospital so usually when you do a dance marathon you're raising as much money as you can and all that money that you raise goes to the hospital Um, and then it's again bringing more awareness to the hospital because you're talking about the stories you're talking about the children and everything like that so it just brings a lot of awareness support and fundraising to the hospital and if you're on a campus it brings your entire campus together usually dance marathons there's like thousands of students that participate not only students but local community members uh, family members of the hospital the children that are at the hospital and currently being treated at the hospital come to dance marathons so it's bringing together one campus for one cause so not only is it just affecting the hospital it's affecting the campus it's an event that you all can participate in and come together no matter your differences no matter if you support greek life or not like it's not about them it's about the kids and about the fundraising and everything with that so it's it's an amazing event that can bring together thousands of people from around the community for one cause now i want to talk a little bit about my own experience with dance marathon Um, i am in a sorority like i stated fine you I joined four years ago, and actually next week I am going alum, which means I am basically just an alumni of FineU. U. So I'm not an active sister anymore. I'm just an alum member. Um, so I was introduced to Dance Marathon my junior, not my my sophomore year of school. So before Dance Marathon was included, like I mentioned before, our philanthropy was already CM&H, so we already help our local Children's Hospital, Valley Children's um, in Fresno or in Madeira. Um, so we already did events to help, uh, Valley Children's Hospital, whether it be just like small fundraisers or kids day or anything like that. So when we thought of bringing dance marathon, not only to Fresno state, but to our members, it was brand new to all of us. We've never even heard about dance marathon before. Um, we just saw videos about it. So we were all kind of, I guess in it, firsthand, like none of us have ever been to a dance marathon. We haven't even heard about it before we even started researching about it. So it was a brand new experience for all of us. Um, so when we did that, I was really interested in it because when I joined, I loved our philanthropy off the bat. I thought that it was an amazing thing to be a part of. So I wanted to, you know, be more involved in this event. So I actually became the assistant to the current philanthropy chair, sophomore year with my friend um, and my sister, obviously. (laughs) So I was her assistant throughout the entire process of Dance Marathon, um, helping her create the event and getting word out about it and, you know, go to meetings and stuff like that. And it was the first time we brought it to Friends with State. So it was brand new to everybody. And um, even though we didn't have as much people go to the event, we still raised over $10,000, which was really an amazing thing to do. Like our first event, we raised $10,000, like that was unbelievable. And in the past, our other philanthropies never raised that much, probably like 2000 $3,000 at most. So it was just new to everybody that we actually raised that amount of money on our first dance marathon. So it was a very exciting thing to be a part of. So I honestly fell in love with it and wanted to be more involved. So I decided to run for philanthropy chair my junior year. And it's like elections and everything like that. So I had to be voted in to do it. And I got it. I was philanthropy chair because I guess my hard work that I'd done in my sophomore year as the assistant. So I had the experience of dance marathon and the experience of being with the philanthropy chair. So it was just a good fit for me to do it. So I wanted to make my dance marathon bigger and better and more successful. So I worked my butt off. I this, I heard about um, DMLC, which is a dance marathon leadership conference that happens every summer and I was extremely passionate about it and wanted to go really bad um, and my chapter wouldn't cover it because it wasn't a conference that we usually would go to. Usually other conferences that help find you itself we can go to and they get paid for, you know your travel and your stay and everything like that. But it was like, again, Dance Marathon was new. Like only a few fine new chapters around the nation do it. So it wasn't like a big conference that we do every single year and that's something that we are passionate about. But my, me specifically, I was like, I need to go to this. Like this is gonna help not only me run Dance Marathon better but my entire chapter run it better. So I was determined. I applied to my student government um, at my school, Fresno State. I applied to a whole bunch of grants to go. And I actually did get a thousand dollar grant to go. Um, but it was like reimbursed later. So I actually had to pay for the trip myself, which I did. Um, I paid for my own flight. I paid for the ticket, which included the stay at the hotel. And I went to St. Louis over summer. I went myself to better myself as a leader in dance marathon and to better my chapter and my school and to help support and fundraise way more for Valley Children's. So I ended up going to St. Louis um, in July of 2019. And it was honestly an amazing experience. That was the first time I ever even flew anywhere by myself, like went anywhere by myself, um, anywhere. So I, it was like a lot of firsts for me. Like I flew by myself for the first time, went on a trip by myself. I was in a new state that I'd never been to, a new city. Um, it was just a lot to handle, but I was ready for it. I was determined and I just, it was an amazing experience. It was a three day conference and I met like a few girls on, um, a dance marathon Facebook page and we all ended up having like the same flights around the same time. So we all met together and like, I had a few friends that I was hanging out with the whole weekend and then plus my roommate that I had, um, that was randomized, but she was really nice too. Um, so like it was really cool and a very fun experience and I learned so much. I had like notebooks full of information. Um, I was doing vlogs and everything like that. Um, cause I was still, you know, doing YouTube and everything then, but it was literally the best experience that I've ever had. I felt, I don't know. I just felt so connected and so inspired and passionate about what I was doing. So going there was honestly the best decision I've made because it reflected on how well we did. At the fun or at the dance marathon that I hosted, I hosted Bulldogathon at Fresno State. I wanted to have its own name because usually at different universities there is like a dance marathon name for it. Um, so a lot of like there's like Iowa State Dance Marathon, just like different things called dance marathon like with the state or with the university that they're at. Um, so I wanted to bring Fresno State into it. Um, so, I called it Bulldogathon and actually got a trademark. So, that was cool. Um, and it was really an interesting experience because I had to go to a lot of meetings. Um, so, I called it Bulldogathon because our mascot is a bulldog. So, I just thought it was really cute and it was Bulldogathon. So, I really liked the name. Um, so, I became the executive director because I was philanthropy chair, which means I was in charge of hosting Dance Marathon. So, I was the executive director and I ended up raising over $22,000 so I increased $12,000 and some change from our first year to our second year and now I will explain how I did that. So I took a lot of what I learned at DMLC over summer and applied it to my year as the executive director of Dance Marathon so dance marathon is a really long process like it isn't just a couple months and you can have a successful fundraiser an event you like you need to do it over a year and that's what i did like even though we had other events and stuff that i had to plan my focus for the entire year was dance marathon i honestly had meetings like literally every day for the most part whether it was meeting with greek and fraternity philanthropy chairs their presidents meeting with leadership boards on campus, meeting with businesses and just a lot of meetings. So I literally dedicated my life for a year for dance marathon. And that is what you need to do. That's like my number one rule, I guess, of having a successful dance marathon. You need to have dedication and passion for what you're doing, because if you don't, it's not going to be a good program at all. Like you need not only your support, but you need the support around people around you had a lot of support with my sorority but a lot of our philanthropy events are based on the philanthropy chair and then their like committee so it wasn't like the entire chapter was helping like it was only a select few people but like of course everybody else was helping with like making the donations getting the word out but it was like a group of probably 10 people that was really into dance marathon um so i already have a philanthropy like committee that we made but i also made a dance marathon committee so that people around the chapter, if they didn't get on the philanthropy committee, they could still be a part of Dance Marathon and creating it and being a part of something bigger. So I looked up on Google like Dance Marathon positions and whoever wanted to apply, they did. And I gave them all a role to do and their jobs and everything like that. So if you're in that sort of environment, whether it be a student organization or a Greek life organization. I recommend looking up different roles that people can do in Dance Marathon and setting them like specific jobs that they need to work on. So, for instance, one of the jobs was a Dance Relations Chair. So, they were basically in charge of the dance that we would do as a group on campus during Dance Marathon. So, she created the dance that we would do. So, that was what she worked on for the entire year. Um, Another one was Social Media Chair. So, they would be working on the Facebook page, the Instagram page, and all that kind of stuff um, to ramp up the uh, to ramp up the support online. So there's like different types of jobs that you can have for your members that they can do. So they're focused and they have specific things that they're doing and they're not really asking you a whole bunch of questions because it's a lot to handle (laughs) and having so many questions that way they know exactly what they need to do and everything like that. So, that's what I recommend is just giving people a job and description so they can work on a few tasks throughout the year and it will keep them busy. Um, another successful thing that I did was instead of just hosting dance marathon and fundraising through there, I hosted smaller fundraisers each month um, and gained money that way. So once a month I did a t-shirt sale. I made like a find shirt and sold it to not only our members, but like fraternity members as well. That did really well um in february i did valentine's day gram so like we went to a store and got a whole bunch of candies and stuff and people paid to have like a valentine's day gram like sent to a different fraternity or sorority and that really helped us get closer as a greek system Um, if you want to do car washes you can do that food sales or like discounted like coupons that you can go to like panda and then like a certain amount of money gets sent to your program those, those are just like small events that I had planned or that you can have planned. We did a like a toy drive. Um, we participate in Kids Day every single year. So that's something else that we did was participate in Kids Day. And then that money that we raised will go towards the total. Another thing that I did was contact local businesses. Um, and I actually got three sponsorships from that. Um... The biggest one we got was from Enterprise and it was $5,000 for a sponsorship which was amazing. The hospital actually forfunded that um event so they were the ones going out there and talking to Enterprise and got us a $5,000 sponsorship um, which means they had a booth on our at our event and we did a lot of sponsored um posts for them and like included their logos and everything like that. Um so that was really awesome. I also got another sponsorship from Aetna, and from Fresno EOC. And they also had booths on campus on our event. So it was really cool to have those kind of things and have more outreach and more people involved in the Stance marathon. And I also contacted businesses for um, donations for an auction because we actually had an auction at my event. Um, so we had like over 50 people Donate stuff and I'll get more into that later when I talk about what the Bulldogathon looked like last year um, But just look just asking for like donations for a good cause like usually businesses will donate for that Because it's usually like smaller items. They're not like huge items That they'll donate depending on the business and like your relationship with them, but just reaching out. I literally contacted probably a hundred businesses and I got a lot of feedback back and a lot of donations back so it's worth a try like you know just contact as many people as you can and just see what happens uh we spread the word on social media a lot we made an instagram page dm underscore find you we made a facebook page bulldogathon um i made a website for it which was res- it doesn't really get used as well because it's a website <laughs> and it's not really out there but it's like something that i can keep all the totals on so i can like see and pass it down to other chapter members which I did, Um, they can see exactly what they're doing and the things that they did and the success and everything like that. So like, that's a good way to keep, I guess, a digital memory or like a scrapbook of it. Um, I went onto campus and posted a flyer in every single building and Fresno State's campus is huge. So I walked all over campus and it took me like two hours and my feet hurt so bad afterwards, but it was something I needed to do Um, I posted just basic information about it, like where it was, when it was that kind of stuff. And I also posted flyers about uh, videographer and photographers that we needed for the event. And I got a lot of information back from people. So if you're looking for that kind of stuff, like post flyers around campus, especially if you're going to pay them a lot of students need jobs. So that was a good way to make extra money for them was to post something about that kind of stuff. So you can post like, if you need a DJ, if you need a photographer, a videographer if you need a dance group to participate like just post flyers around campus because they're usually the ones a lot of students look at i went around to greek life on campus and to the organizations and talked to the leaders about like what they can do to help support us how they can be involved in dance marathon so now i'm going to talk about what bulldogathon my dance marathon that i did exactly what it looked like um so i actually had children from the hospital come to the event and tell their stories with their families we had around seven or eight students or seven or eight children come with their families to discuss their story. So I had them come up on to the middle of the stage and tell their story, show pictures that they had to give me. I think it's a good way to connect what you're doing back to the event, because if you actually have the children from the hospital, come to your event and speak and show speak and show pictures of them going through whatever, things that they're going through at the hospital, I think it really puts in perspective exactly what you're fundraising for. I had a variety of games and activities around the gym. Um, I had like ping pong and like a punch hole thing where like you punch in the hole and you get like a prize out. We had volleyball and basketball on. Um, we had this giant hope sign that we taped onto the wall and you would like write something on a sticky note and put it in to like create hope. Um, we had a net where you would put, um, a ribbon on it was a prayer net for all of the children that were lost um, this year from you know whatever they had so we had a little prayer net to put on there and then we would give the net to the hospital Um, we had face painting again and we had an auction and we had different things like that so just have a lot of games and activities around the room so you're not just dancing you have different things to interact with um, different things to do because I know at times you get boring just to stand there and dance. So if you have activities and games around the gym or around wherever you're doing it, it just gives more opportunities to participate in new things. We had dance groups come and perform at a talent show. Um, I had a four group come and we had a hip hop group come and then we did our like main dance. So if you have dance groups on campus that are well known, like try to get them there to dance because it is a dance marathon so they can either show off their dance moves, um, make more awareness to their club, you know, kind of, I guess, recruit people. If people are interested in their dance group, we provided free pizza and drinks and snacks throughout the entire event. So, um, you know, provide food because sometimes if you're doing a long time, ours is only six hours, so it wasn't really long, but if you do a 24 hour, dance marathon like you're gonna want food and snacks there for people you can either charge them for it or you can have it free we just had it free since it was our only second event and free food honestly brought more people to the event so if you tell people that there's free food especially college students they're gonna come to get free food and I also contacted Kona Ice um, shaving ice truck to come and they came to um sell their Kona Ice so it was like four to eight dollars depending on the cup size that you got and then half the proceeds went to us so that's another way you can donate is getting food trucks on your campus to come or food trucks in your community to come and negotiate something where they can give half the profit back to the program so that's another way to bring food into it where they can it's optional they can pay but we also had free food for people who probably couldn't pay to have that done Um, like i said before with the sponsorships we had their businesses bring their booths to campus Um, so more of the information was just about what their program is and what they do around the community. But if you want to bring your campus involvement more into it, like get student involvement out there, you can get recruitment out there for campus. Since a lot of these students may come from high school that are coming to the event so they can recruit, um, you know, new students to whatever university you're at and just like different types of booths around your event so that people can go and interact with them as well. We sold raffle tickets for the auction and we also had a merchandise table. So the merchandise table had like, um, shirts and stickers and water bottles and stuff like that. You can have different things that you want to sell. I recommend keeping it smaller if you are a smaller program, because if you have too much merchandise and not enough people coming in and buying, you're going to waste a lot of product, even though you can use it again the next year, but your goal is to sell as much as you can. So like, If you just want to focus on t-shirts, just sell the t-shirts and then, um, you know, have money that way. So for the raffle, we had a lot of different things from different companies. I had food like tickets or uh, food gift cards from like Jamba juice. Um, we had some for Rubio's. There was like 25 free kids meals that I actually gave to the families that came. Um, there was movie tickets, spa tickets, and then there was just a, a lot of little things like little baskets and stuff that little local companies made. But the biggest prizes that we had were Derek Carr from the Raiders. Derek Carr's signed jersey and signed football. Um, Derek Carr does a lot for Valley Children, so we were able to get him not only to donate his signed stuff, but he actually he made a video about Dance Marathon, about Bulldogathon, for us. So like I'll insert that clips. <laughs> So, you can see it. We are excited that all of you are here at Fresno State supporting Bulldogathon and Valley Children's Hospital. It is because of you that Valley Children's is able to help every kid and their family that enters into hospitals and clinics. Thank you for your support. Remember, it's for the kids. So, yeah, so Bulldogathon was an event amazing event that I hosted with everybody and it was honestly probably the best thing I've ever done in my life. (laughs) I'm only 21 but it was probably the greatest moment that I've had in my life. I just I felt so amazing after the event was done and all the hard work that I had for the past year it paid off and we raised a lot of money and we helped a lot of children and families so it was a really great feeling to have. So some advice that I have to make your dance marathon more successful or just getting more people out there is to reach out to as many people as possible. Um, like I said, local businesses, your people on campus, Greek life, just different organizations, just talk to as many people as you can. The more people you talk to, the more likely they'll be going to your event. Um, don't be afraid to talk to your campus's main resources, I actually had a meeting with our vice president of student affairs and he ended up paying for our gym rental, the entire thing for the six hours we were there. So that helped us save a lot of money because we have a budget for each position on our philanthropy and our, and find you. So each position has a certain amount of money they can spend. So with him, you know, sponsoring us and paying for the gym, it helped us a lot. So talk to those campus resources, get a meeting with the president of your campus to try to get more outreach number one but you're gonna get um, they're gonna respect you more for having meetings with them and like really bringing this event higher into your campus um, talk to your student government and see if there's any grants that you can apply to to help your um, event and or just getting more outreach to the students around campus this one is really important for the smaller uh, programs but to set a reasonable goal don't try to set like an a thousand dollar goal or a $100,000 goal in your first time that you're doing this, like it's not gonna work. So try to set a reasonable goal that you know that you can maintain and that you can accomplish. And then if you go beyond, even better. And my last advice is just to set up meetings any way you can. Meetings help. (laughs) So whether it be with the president of a Greek organization, philanthropy chair or whatever, um, your campus leaders, high schools, businesses, companies, Uh, t shirt sell people like anything that you can use for dance marathon set up a meeting it's way better to face to have a conversation face to face than like over the phone or over email like you want to show them why you're passionate make a presentation and bring it with you that's what I did I had like a 10 13 page presentation with videos in it and stats and all that kind of stuff that i would take to meetings and show people that way if they don't have any clue what dance marathon is i answer every single question i show them a real life story that's involved with it Um, i give them ideas of what the dance marathon that i was hosting was going to look like so make a presentation and like go and show them what you're made of and just really get out there for outreach so try to set up as many meetings as you can And my main takeaway from hosting a dance marathon, it was literally the best experience that I've ever had. It changed my life. It made me a better leader, not only for myself, but for in my chapter and like in my community, it felt amazing to be a part of. And the best thing knowing that you're helping children and families, it was a life changing event. So if you have an opportunity to be involved in a dance marathon, do it, go observe a dance marathon, go participate. And then if you have a chance, help run a dance marathon, it will change your life. So if you guys have any questions about what I did specifically and you need help for your program, don't be afraid to reach out. I'm always here to answer questions. I love to answer questions. (laughs) I have a lot of information. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed this and I hope you guys all have a wonderful. Bye.